Hello. Welcome to episode 74. <laughs> 70, it's been 74 years. <laughs> it's been 74 years. Um, hello. <laughs> my name's Jodie. And my name's Jack and welcome to the Our Weird Life podcast. Yes. Excuse me. You I'm didn't say that was I also. I just... finished. All right, okay. Fine. Welcome to Our Weird Life. Um, <laughs> it is Boxing Day today. The day after Christmas. Indeed it is. December 26th. Yeah. Um, I think I discovered this maybe since coming to Japan, but like I think the UK and just a few other countries are the only people that call December 26th Boxing Day. Yeah, it's uh, we're in a minority there, aren't we? I yeah. think in Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, and other countries that are like connected to the UK in some way. I read in the Bahamas as well they do some yeah. some things too, but it's um there's certainly not many places. And Japan in particular does <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> except close down. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, so Yeah, in Japan it's not really um Christmas isn't really a big thing here, as you might have you might have already guessed. But they do have for Christmas dinner KFC. And Christmas cake. And the Christmas cakes are amazing. They look amazing. But they aren't, like, Christmassy flavours. They're just, like, strawberry. I think they call it strawberry shortcake, but it isn't. It's just a very... It's it's what we would think as a a generic or standard kind of cake. Like a Victoria sponge, but with, like, cream and, like, actual strawberries on the top. There is no Christmas pudding. There is no Christmas pudding, no. Um, I can't say I'm sad about that. I'm, I'm really not a fan of Christmas pudding. I, do you know what? I don't think I've ever tried it. What? I know. Oh, I know. Listeners are, are, are... I don't think so. back in sh- in absolute shock. I don't think so. It's not really a thing from our generation, is it? Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess not. Um, I've, I've never liked the taste, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend Vianetta. it to you. On the other hand... Oh, good old Vianetta. Now that, that is something from our generation. That's a solid choice of a And they do Christmas sell dessert. Vianetta in Japan. They do. We can attest to it because we've eaten it. And sometimes <laughs> we do come across these little random things that remind us of home. Yeah. And that, that's one of them. It's never not shocking, is it? No. You find like, something oh. that you haven't had in ages or, you know... Yeah, like I saw they started selling Costa coffee... Like <laughs> little bottles of Costa coffee, which is so strange because it literally says on it "established in London." Where did it's so? Why random. did that suddenly appear? Like Costa has been in the UK for years. I don't know, but I don't think it's why very now? popular because I've seen it on sale a few times. Have you tried it? Yeah, I tried it. It was a little bit bitter. I wasn't that enamoured with it. Really, it was it's, okay, but it, you know, it, it's not the experience. Like I, I really like Costa coffee. Like back in. Back in UK. Back in UK. I think I like it when you get it from the place and it's hot. But yeah, the it's whole always, experience. It's, it's always sold and cold here, isn't it? Like a cold coffee. I used to. There, there was a Costa in like our main sit, like town, mm. um, and I used to love sitting in the window and people watching. It's yeah. part of the experience because it was like Costa in was town. a good like people watching. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, look at that couple having an argument, and me and my friend would be like, oh, I wonder what they're arguing about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that person just dropped their rubbish and didn't pick it up. What is a... Um, I love people watching. What to you, Joe, is like a, a typical boxing British day. boxing day? You know, what do we do? What happens when we when you get up to when you go to bed? 
So for me, it's kind of like just an extended Christmas. Mm. So we usually just like as as kids, we'd like just play with our toys all day, play games all day. We'd probably stay in your pajamas. I feel like Boxing Day, day is a pajama day, and Christmas Day is uh, yeah, get dressed look, in nice yeah. stuff. Kind of I day. do know I do know families that stay in their pajamas on Christmas. Mm. Yeah. But I, I like to, after we've opened presents and stuff, I like to get dressed and Me get too. like a nice Christmas outfit. Yeah. But if you stay in your brand new pajamas on Boxing Day, no one's going to bat an eyelid. No. I think you're good. That's perfectly acceptable. Um, in our house, we have a second Christmas dinner from whatever's less, left over from the day before. Mm. Um, or you have a good old turkey sandwich. You've got to have a turkey sandwich. With the you? gravy. Yeah. Leftovers from the day before. And there, um, there are usually plenty. Go, yeah, nothing goes to waste at Christmas. No. Uh, everything, we just eat turkey for like the next month. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Turkey sandwiches. We really but, do, don't we? Yeah. Um, and then I know, I know that a lot of people now go to the sales the day after Christmas and they either buy Christmas, buy presents for the next Christmas or they return things that they didn't want for Christmas. And I just couldn't do that, honestly. I don't know how people do it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how I feel about buying Christmas presents then. It, it doesn't sit right with me for some reason. I don't know why. Well, like the last thing I'm thinking about is going shopping on Boxing Day. Yeah. I think, though, they save a lot, like, the most amount of money. You, I mean, yeah, obviously, like, but... Boxing Day sales is, like, Are you a really huge that thing. concerned about doing that? It depends, I guess. Like, if you have a huge family and you have to buy for a lot of people, or maybe, like, you enjoy that part. Oh, I forgot another tradition that a lot, a lot of people do, and that is go for a walk on Boxing Day morning. Oh, true, yeah, that's Also, very on Christmas Day, too, that, that tends to be a thing. Yeah. Um, but especially Boxing Day and Christmas Eve, people go for walks. Especially with their if it's, if it's a nice, uh, nice sunny morning. Yeah, with like a little bit of snow. Yeah, a little frost in the air. It's really nice to go on a walk on Boxing Day morning. I didn't realise how popular shopping on Boxing Day was until I looked into it earlier on. Mm. Apparently, it's a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, people I, go straight for the sales. A, a friend of mine. Um, a girl I used to know, she worked in Next, hmm. which is a popular um, fashion brand in yep. the UK. And on Boxing Day was like really, really crazy. And I remember... Don't they open at like 5am, 4am or something? Yeah. And she told me <laughs> that... Because I think at the time, like we were in college, so she was like 16, 18. I don't know how old she was. Hmm. Um but someone broke their arm <laughs> because it was that chaotic. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's terrible. It, it's so similar to, like, Black Friday, kind of. Yeah. The, the madness that runs through people in those sales situations. Mm -hmm. It just people turn into wild animals, don't they? Well, you know, I think that you do end up saving a lot of money. Like, I bought some new um, sportswear from, like, a nice brand mm. recently for Black Friday, and it was, like, 70% off. Oh, that's um, pretty good. I happened to just need it, which is why I went on the website, and then I was like, oh, it's 70% off. I didn't even realise. Yeah, of course. Um, but you do end up saving a lot of money. I think I get your point in a way, because, yeah, if you've got a big family or... 
like Christmas is an expensive time. Yeah, yeah. For everyone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess if you feel like you can save a decent amount of money, then that makes more sense. But I kind of enjoy the lead up to Christmas, like buying and wrapping presents. That's part of Christmas for me. Mm, yeah, so it is. if I'd done it already, like a whole year before, and then what if like that person doesn't like those things anymore? Or you buy them some clothing and they've changed shape or something, or they're like pregnant the next year and you bought them like a dress that yeah, they won't be true, able to fit it? into. To be like, like to be a year in advance, that's a long time for to pass. Yeah. And also, well, you think um, your chances of damaging that item before you get to like even when you keep things in storage. You might mm. knock it over and like drop it or, you know, yeah, it gets like squished in between other gifts. I guess unless it was like a, like a sort of... <laughs> Rock. It, <laughs> no, like it could be for an, any, any occasion or any, like a candle or something. Like mm. a lot of people buy like body soaps around Christmas. Like yeah. bath and shower gel and stuff like that. I suppose like a more generic gift that could be given. Yeah. Yeah. Probably for that. But still, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It'd be too chaotic for me, and Christmas is for relaxing and eating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really is the tail end of Christmas Day, isn't it? You know, you're still kind of in that same mm. mode. Do you feel like Boxing Day is, it's like the end, is the cut-off of Christmas? Do you, mm, after, absolutely after that, do you think not. it's over? No, New Year is the cut-off for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't know whole, what happens. That whole week after Christmas is like, it's just a... It's just a write-off. It really is. It's a Christmas right off. It's a Christmas right off from <laughs> <laughs> from New, from Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve. That time just vanishes like poof, gone. Mm. It's yeah. all Christmas. It, it all rolls into fast. one every single day. Games, playing with whatever toys you got. This was as a child, obviously. Seeing people, um, seeing friends, family, yeah. eating loads of Christmas food. Did I already say that? Probably. Um, and then until New Year. And then maybe like the 3rd of January, things are kind of ish, back to ish, normal. Kind of dying down a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you, actually. I, I, I think that whole run-up to New Year's is um, is very much still Christmas, and then it's like after mm-hmm. that, when it, as soon as it hits January 1st, right, that's it, it's over. <laughs> yeah, and Christmas Eve is so, so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like we haven't felt that for a few years probably like three years because we haven't had Christmas at home for like three years yeah I guess so. it's um... and it's still exciting with me and you um, I remember our first Christmas here was really exciting yeah but it's not quite the same without everyone around you also enjoying the Christmas spirit no um, very true like it, <laughs> where I remember like you know in, in the UK when you celebrate Christmas Everyone you see around that time says Merry Christmas mm. in the street, in the shop, like in the restaurant, wherever you are, people, oh, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, have a nice Christmas, enjoy Christmas. Like it's like that everywhere. Yeah. Um, but in Japan, people just, they just don't say it. Mm. And I remember being quite surprised by that, like leaving, leaving work, knowing that now it's the Christmas holiday and no one says Merry Christmas or you don't get Christmas cards. I might have got one or two. I think New Year's cards are more of a thing here. Yeah, definitely in Japan, New Year's is is a big mm. deal, isn't it? So we don't get any sort of, um, like, congratulations or Happy New Year until 
after it's over, which is quite strange to us. It took us a while to get used to that. Well, the thing is, in the UK, you're kind of preparing for Christmas from late November, yeah. maybe. You're hearing Christmas music in every store that you go Even to. It's like on the radio. After Halloween, like the, the the stuff goes into the stores. Yeah, that's the, that's the starting point, isn't it, pretty yeah. much? No, it is a little bit odd not having that around you all the time. But I also like some of the traditions that we've been a part of in Japan, um, like at New Year as well. Yeah, and the it's things a special we've, time too. We've been it? invited to. It's um, it's a whole another experience, and I feel fortunate to be part of those things too. You know. Well, I think here it's um, you know, alongside traditional food that they eat, like they always eat mochi. Mm, mochi at, at New Year's. At New Year, yeah. And um, they would visit a temple mm-hmm. and kind of give thanks for the year that they've just had and then look for look to the future for new things that they've hoped for mm-hmm. and that's a big that's a big deal to them. Yeah. Um, and they have this huge bonfire um in which they burn the Daruma dolls from the previous year. Mm-hmm. But we can talk about that. On the New Year's episode. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get more into Japanese yeah. New Year's then. As um, it's more of a thing. Well, So today... What would be a good thing to talk about today is, obviously, yesterday you've probably had a lot of gifts. I imagine so. Both kids and adults alike. <laughs> some you might have loved, some you might have hated. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, have but, you ever got a gift that you just absolutely hated? I mean... Inevitably, right? You, I'm trying to think of something something specific. Um, it's like when you're an adult. I don't like. I don't think you hate gifts as much because I mean, I mean, I don't recall really a gift hating a gift. But no. as an adult, you're more grateful for the thought. But I think as a child, if you asked specifically, you asked Santa for something. And it wasn't that specific thing. You'd be like, hmm. Why or it was like just off thing? the mark slightly. Yeah. It wasn't quite the thing. That and you'd be <laughs> like, you'd think, what did I do wrong? Like it was more personal it's because a, you felt it's like. It's a big deal, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you felt like you'd done something wrong. Yeah. No, you're, you're right there. It is more of a. It's more of a thing, isn't it? You take it as like a personal attack. Mm. But honestly, I don't. <laughs> I don't recall that ever happening to me. I just imagine that that's what you would think as a child. Yeah. Honestly, I really don't recall. I don't recall ever hating a present. No. I think there have been plenty of times where I've opened something and thought, eh? Really? Do you know what I mean? Just been like, why'd you get me this? Really? Yeah, like think about it throughout the years. Sometimes mm. you receive gifts and they're, they're just off the mark, like with who you are as a person. You're like, is that, is that my gift? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't even recall a specific item, but that's inevitably happened at some point in time. So, because I have two older brothers, I've definitely opened a gift meant for them, and they've opened a gift meant for me. It's been confusing. Yeah, because like obviously, all our gifts from our parents get wrapped together in the same wrapping paper. Like usually, it's like I think what happened was we would have our own wrapping paper okay. per child or, so or colour. Like distinguish you. One would have blue, one would have white, one would have red kind mm. of thing. So that my parents could, yeah, distinguish who is who without writing it, our name on every single present. But, yeah, that definitely happened a few times where I opened it. I'd be like, oh, 
Power Rangers. <laughs> a red Power Ranger. I don't like Power Rangers. I like the pink Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. I've got to say, as, as far as like um, like my my parents, the gifts that they always got me at Christmas, they were they were never disappointing. They were always just like. They were always on I the mark. I don't think we're ever disappointed as children. We were very lucky. And, yeah, yeah. But also, like, as a kid, like, you just, you're just so excited to get anything at all, you know. It's, um, yeah, that's, that's true. It's almost it's like the, the process of just actually opening the mm. gift itself. That's, like, half of the gift sometimes. Yeah, you know I mean? There's yeah, so much yeah. excitement in doing that. Exactly. Um, anyway, nevertheless, <laughs> there may be things that you receive that you wish you could return to Amazon. Or, or you may wish to write a review about it if it was really good. Okay. Either way. So what we can do today is have a look at some of the best Amazon reviews. <laughs> best and worst. The best and worst, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of sarcasm laced in some of these, but oh, yes, funny nonetheless. Love a bit of sarcasm. How do you feel about pens that are designed for women? Oh, gosh, Jack, <laughs> this... I don't know if you're aware of this, Jack, but this was famous. Like, this this thing that you're going to tell me, like, everyone knows about it already, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Should I not say it then? No, it no, no. Because it's common knowledge. I mean, it, I, I think everyone, I think it was made, like, mainstream news. Okay. But you can definitely talk about it, because right. there might be some people that haven't heard of it. Well, let's just say that this lady was apparently enamoured with her... Big for her medium ballpoint pens. <laughs> she said, My husband has never allowed me to write as he doesn't want me touching men's pens. <laughs> men's pens. However, when I saw this product, I decided to buy it using my pocket money. And so far, it has been fabulous. <laughs> Once I had learned to write, the feminine colour and the grip size, which was more suited to my delicate little hands, <laughs> has enabled me to vent my thoughts about new recipe ideas, sewing and gardening. <laughs> my husband is less pleased with this product as he believes it will lead to more independence and he hates the feminine tingling sensation. <laughs> Along with the visions of fairies the and feminine rainbows. feminine tingling sensation. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about those kind of things, the, the products which are... They're for, they're for, like, anyone. Yeah. You get shaving foam. For men. I think, like... <laughs> How do you feel about those? So, I saw... I saw this um, makeup for men, and it was all in, like, black packaging, and I'm pretty sure it was called War Paint War or pa something yeah. like that. Um, and, like, part of me is is, like, well, you don't really need to do that. Because it's, you know, it's makeup, like anyone can wear it. Right, yeah. But then part of me also thinks, like, if there are men out there that feel insecure with certain, like, maybe dark circles or, mm. you know, maybe acne scars and things like that, and they feel a little nervous or a little overwhelmed to walk into the makeup department and there's so much there's so many products and so much to choose from um i can say by the way as a as a man who has walked into a makeup department <laughs> of several stores for presents for you yeah 
it is an intimidating experience because yeah. you're looking around like, oh my gosh. But imagine if you're you're going in there specifically for something for you right, to, yeah, to help yeah. you with some part of your to cover up something or mm-hmm. you know whatever the case is. Yeah. It could it can be a little overwhelming. So when I saw this product, I actually saw it in Japan, and it was with the men's um, skincare. Okay. I thought it fit there quite nicely, and I thought with its like sleek black packaging, it didn't look overwhelming at all. I don't think, yeah, okay, it was called like war paint for men or whatever, but like if that's if that makes you more comfortable to buy it and it's not as overwhelming, um, mm. then so be it, you know. I think that's a fair point. Um, and then maybe after trying that, you'll learn, okay, well, this is called a concealer and this is called a foundation, but it's too thick or it's not quite right for me. Maybe that I can get a different one. Then maybe then you will venture off into the makeup department. And, yeah, that's, a, you know. that's a fair point. I don't disagree with you there. And I think some things, I don't know, they're marketed that way for a reason, but it, I don't think it means that I couldn't go and try the war paint or... Exactly. You know, or yeah. the, the girl pen, the pen for <laughs> girls. You couldn't use it. <laughs> no, yeah, I cannot pe- touch it. The pen I don't really get so much. I mean, with, with beauty products, I get a li- I understand it a little bit more because of, like, certain fragrances are, like, you know, women and men are gravitate towards certain fragrances or, mm. or colours or whatever the case is. True. Um, but as for... As for the pen, I don't really understand. <laughs> That's a bit silly, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it caused quite a stir, I think. Have you seen this? Uh, this next one is a is a, a children's uh, a children's book. It's called "Where Is Baby's Belly Button." <laughs> Strange. No. Have you seen this before? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Where I is baby's of, belly button? I kind of recognise the. Looks pretty cute. Just got this yeah. little uh, blonde head. Blue-eyed. Blue-eyed child. And they're lifting up their top, and you can see the little belly button mm-hmm. exposed. So illustration. The review says, this book is completely misleading. <laughs> the entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this much clear, makes this much clear from the beginning. However, there is no mystery. There is no twist. Baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be, on baby's stomach right where it clearly shows you on the cover of the book. This plot is a complete mess. As a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is, everything falls apart the second you realise that the belly button was in the plain sight all along. (laughs) (laughs) That's so silly. And it's ended with, this is one of the worst pieces of literature I've ever read. You know what's kind of sad about that is... that I know that person's been sarcastic and funny, but they probably left, like, one star... They they did. It says, do not buy this book. And that's so of, sad. It's like, kind of a shame, isn't it, really? Yeah, because, because it's probably fine. The book like... is... It's, 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 there's no problem with it at all. <laughs> so silly. Have you ever bought a Christmas gift um, with bad intentions? Mm. <laughs> to harm the receiver. To harm the receiver? <laughs> yeah. You mean like a prank or... Yeah, kind of, or a, uh, you know... An item that might become dangerous in the wrong hands. Oh, dear. No, I don't think so. Well, Ben Harrison did. Oh, dear. (laughs) He purchased a WMA Blue Amazon Kindle waterproof case cover. Uh Uh-oh. This item here. Oh, yes. 
It's like a plastic bag with little prestard. That's right, yeah. And it's. Uh, I don't know how that's supposed to be waterproof, by the way. It doesn't look like it, does it? But no. you're supposed to put your Kindle in there and then you won't get any water dropped on it. Ben Harrison said, Got this for the mother in law for bath time, hoping it'd be crap. A Kindle would slip out and electrocute her. So far, this bloody thing is staying in one piece. <gasps> oh my gosh. I hope that's not true. <laughs> oh my goodness. So he wanted to electrocute his poor mother in law. I don't think you would electrocute her, would you really, if you dropped a Kindle in the bath? Well, you don't know. It's electronic, isn't it? You would ruin your Kindle, by the way. That reminds me of there was a um, there was a serial killer, or I don't know if he was a serial killer or a murderer, uh, but he he was found through his purchases on the reviews he left on Amazon. Really? Yeah, huh. because. He, or was he ordering, like, knives and stuff? Yeah, so he ordered a knife. This is a bit, um, not graphic, but, you know, maybe skip five minutes if you don't like this kind of thing. We're entering dark Christmas. Um, he says on one of the reviews for a knife he bought, haven't stabbed anyone yet. Um, when I do, it will be a quality tool like this. Ooh. Um, he also said on a padlock, solid locks, have five on shipping container, won't stop them, but sure it will slow them down till they are too old to care. Whoa. Um, he bought a shovel, keep in car for when you have to hide bodies and left the full size shovel at home. And you left the full size shovel at home. It was like a folding shovel. You're just openly posting these reviews on Amazon. Yeah, but that's, that's. How he got caught, I think. What a fool. That was in 2016, I think. I don't really know much else about that, but I remember seeing that recently and I thought... Yeah, I'd never heard of that before. That's that's so weird, like, (laughs) that you would just admit to that. (laughs) Like, definitely, like, looking for attention there, isn't he? Just a bit. Like, looking to get caught. God, to be so kind of obnoxious to think that you can just do that without Mm -hmm. any... My God. Um, you ever used a banana slicer? No. We use an apple slicer, haven't we? Apple slicers are fantastic. They're very good, aren't they? They're very good until if you live in Japan, like <laughs> we do. Um, apples are really big, and often they don't fit in the apple slicer. They're, like, they're more like basketball. Some of them, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely. And they're enormous. really expensive. They're but really anyway, um, yeah, I love an apple slicer. Like, without it, like, I mean, you, I guess you just cut up an apple, but it takes three times as long. Mrs. Mm. Toledo said that it, the banana slicers saved their marriage. What? She said, what can I say about the 571B banana slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel, penicillin, or the iPhone? <laughs> this is one of the greatest inventions of all time. My husband and I would argue constantly over who had to cut the bananas, the banana slices that day. It got to the point where our children could sense the tension. Uh-oh. The minute I heard our six-year-old girl in her bedroom reenacting our daily banana fight with her Barbie doll... <laughs> daily banana fight. I knew we had to make a change. <laughs> That's when I found the 571B banana slicer. Our marriage has never been healthier. <laughs> to be honest, though, like, how often do you really slice a banana? I very rarely slice a banana, only if I'm having it with yoghurt or something like that. It's, it's not really frequent, is it? They that must happens? have, like, maybe it's for, like, the kids or something. They must have yoghurt and fruit. 
Very often. Do you think we say yogurt weird? Yogurt. We're, it's a bit like yo- How do say in America? Yogurt. 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 Yeah. I think that's weird. Yogurt. <laughs> it's like yogurt. Yogurt. <laughs> like yogurt. It's made me laugh. Do you want a sliced banana in your yogurt? <laughs> I love a bit of banana in my yogurt. I'm and not I'll a fan of honey. I put honey on it too. You don't like it? I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. You don't like fruit and yogurt? Yeah, yeah, I like fruit and yogurt. I just don't like banana in oh. yogurt. This next one is a rubber penguin mask. It says happy feet, but it really looks pretty terrifying <gasps> to me. That's horrible. The review says, I wear this mask to sing lullabies to my children. <laughs> it's a lifelike <laughs> penguin head mask. Yeah. Over the head mask. I wear this mask to sing lullabies. They are terrified of the mask. Whenever they protest about their bedtime or ask for too many sweets, I whip on the mask and they soon know who is the Penguin King. (laughs) I'm telling you, don't do that to your children. They will have a lifelong fear of things in costumes. That would be incredibly scarring. First-hand experience. Don't scare your children with masks when they're really young. If you've listened to the podcast before, you will know (laughs) of Jodie's Mr Blobby fear. And how she was traumatised. Yeah. Just from a mask. I was fine. In the video, I was fine. Let's just say. I wasn't I wasn't tortured or traumatised, but... It stayed with you somewhat. It stayed with me, and I had no idea why I was scared of things in costumes, <laughs> even if I knew who the person was behind the costume. This next one is uh, another one-star review. One star is too much for this product. It's a UFO detector... It says, internal magnetometer interface with microcontroller for 24-hour, seven-days-a-week monitoring for magnetic anomalies. Someone put, I don't know if this is a scam or if mine is broken, but it doesn't work, and I'm still getting abducted by UFOs on a, re- on a regular basis. <laughs> look at that thing. Does that look like it would detect anything to you? What even is that? It's just like little LEDs. It looks like the end of a lipstick. It looks like the end of a lipstick that's With got like some lights in. With thing and then some little LED lights. And you're telling me that's supposed to detect... That's on Amazon? That's on Amazon. Oh, my goodness. What do you think about alien abductions? Um, what do you mean? What do I think of them? Well, um, some people, when they describe their alien abductions, they're very, they're very genuine, you know. I've heard plenty of people talking about them where they're saying <laughs> that there's a lot of cases of people having these experiences of being abducted. Oh, like on interviews and things. I thought you meant in real life. I do mean it. Oh, not, not like in a personal. Person, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Near in interviews and stuff. What do you think? I don't really know. I really don't. I don't know. Because I think that your brain is so powerful and I've had experiences where I could swear that they were real. Hmm. Um, like multiple times I've had like either sleep paralysis or when I had appendicitis when I was 12 yeah. I, could, I wasn't allowed to eat any food and I had to just drink water and I lost a lot of weight and I was hallucinating and everything and I I would swear blind that those things were real mm-hmm. um, I never had any sort of alien abductions or anything like that um, but a nurse did strangle me <laughs> Oh, yeah. I thought she did anyway, and I and I, I swore blind that that happened for years and years and years after until you told me about sleep paralysis, and I thought hmm, maybe that's what it was, but even now I don't really know. It was so realistic and lifelike. I, 
like and and I can't fathom that that was just something my brain had con- like made happen yeah especially because I could feel everything that's the weirdest part is that you can feel everything so I don't know I, I don't doubt that they had that experience I don't doubt that they felt those things and they saw those things and they were they were like real you could touch them and mm. like everything they felt what they described yes but whether it was just like their their imagination mm. while they were like in a deep sleep or I don't know some other thing yeah but Maybe. it is just wild what the brain can do to be to be able to make you feel that all of those things are actually happening you know you can I'm, I remember one dream you know where I uh, as a kid I dreamt that someone was throwing knives at my head mm. and just the very very tip of the knife kept like donking me in the my crown oh. crown of my head and it was getting more and more painful and I woke up and I was like <gasps> thudding my head against the corner of my you know Stop like doing a, that you're scaring me like the cupboard that was next to my bed on the very corner I was like knocking my head against it and I, I couldn't believe that that sensation had made me whether I started doing, you know, whether I was dreaming first or doing the action first. Oh, that's terrifying. The fact that that can even happen is just... Yeah. It's mind-blowing. It really is. So... I, I said this the other day to somebody. I was like, are you ever scared about sleepwalking, ever? Mm-hmm. Does it ever concern you? Yeah. Because, like, those things can seem so real, you know? Very true. Um, and it's... It's scary. It's really scary. It's not hard to see how someone might perceive that they've been abducted, is it really? Yeah. Regardless of the the actuality of it, it's, yeah. it's not hard to see how people feel that like they're so convinced. Why? Why wouldn't you believe that? If like one time I dreamt that I just did my entire day from start to finish. Oh, that's awful. Completely normal. Like, all the lessons, everything mm. that I had planned. Woke up, ate breakfast, got dressed, everything, yada, yada, yada. Nothing was strange or out of the ordinary. And then I woke up and I was like, huh? <sighs> like, that's happened to me a few times. Like, and when I was a kid as well, like, I would go to school and do all the lessons and, mm. you know. How do you ever feel like you've come out of the dream? Well, that's the weird <laughs> part. So, imagine that you did something like that, but you were interacting with aliens like what's to say that that wasn't real no it's true, you know it? so I, I totally get it if people say that i totally i i don't discount that that they had that experience whether it was real or not i don't yeah. know no but it definitely i if they tell me it was real i could touch things and i felt things i believe them but whether it actually was i don't know yeah i mean ultimately perception of most things is just experience isn't it Mm -hmm. so if you feel like you've experienced something it's kind of happened you can't yeah you can't discount someone's experience if that's what they tell you they experience you 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 can't say no you didn't that's impossible you've got just as much proof as they have right you didn't experience it yeah so you can't say that didn't happen no but you can say i don't I think it was because of this, this, and this. Maybe you had this thing happen instead. 
but you can't say that if they tell you, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <it didn't. laughs> I felt it and I spoke to somebody and I feel like that happened. Yeah. You can't say, no, it didn't. Because you don't really know, do you? Absolutely not. Um, but regardless, if if that happens to you very often, you get abducted by aliens, don't go on Amazon, don't buy a detector because they don't work, <laughs> apparently. But imagine if they just started going off in the middle of the night. Oh, you'd freak out, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, the aliens are coming. Also, how does that person know that it didn't work? Um, because they still got abducted, but it, it, didn't, oh, it didn't alert them. Oh, I see. Yeah. See, that's really sad if... If you feel like something is always coming for you or something, that's they're really sad. It, yeah, it is. I know this person's probably joking. You've got to the point where you are so desperate for something to try and work and it, even that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, not good. It's sad. Um, I hope that person is not being abducted by evidence anymore. Yeah, me too. Or having terrifying dreams. There is a lot of sarcasm the in these reviews, so, you know. Yes, we can't trust everything we read on the internet, can no, we, Jack? absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> like, Someone, is, today, uh, is today December 26th? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe we're just dreaming. <laughs> Maybe we're dreaming. Maybe it's November 20th. Maybe. No, 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, this was a Nexus Silent Wired Mouse that uh, someone received my girlfriend and I were on the verge of breaking up because I would keep her awake at night with my constant mouse clicking oh that's really annoying not anymore consider this relationship saved this mouse is so silent she will sometimes forget I'm even home and invite her lover over he's a pretty cool guy (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that have you ever translated a review from Japanese to English a couple of times, but they never come out very good. So here's, here's one for a watch. <laughs> there is a large presence in the face than I think. It is satisfied because it does not look cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing you don't want your watch to look, it's cheesy. So I've found some reviews for a rumba. Like, not the, the rumba, but, the, you know, the floor cleaner thing. Oh, like a, a vacuum that goes by itself, you mean? Yeah. So there's one here that says, this is a Japanese review translated to English. Hmm. The cat's hair does not suck. <laughs> it sucks up garbage to some extent of the flooring, but the cat's hair attached to the carpet and rug was no good at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Comfortable, one star. It falls from the front door almost every day. Is it broken or something like this? It is a feeling that, but which one is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Those things are quite funny, those little hoovers that go around by themselves. Would you get one? Yeah, I think so. I think it would annoy me, and I'd probably trip over it. I mean, that must be one of the biggest complaints of them. This is another one. One star. It doesn't work well. Moves in the middle of the night without permission. Oh, no. I I didn't smoke. I didn't stand for months. I lost the feeling of buying it. I have to be a major then. What? This is what happens a lot when me and Jack try to use any sort of translation, like Google Translate, to translate anything that we have to read yeah. 
if we struggle with the Japanese. And this is what happens. It's a nightmare sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. And also sometimes you just sort of, you're using it on your phone and you pass it over to the other person, hoping that they will understand what you're saying. Yeah, and this and is you, what they read. And this is what they read and they're like, I don't know. And it, it's what not that at? it's wrong, it's just that, like, the order of the sentences in Japanese is different to English. It's almost in complete reverse, isn't it, really? So when they're translating it, it also has to be reordered mm. and often they don't add in words that are supposed to be there, like and or but or although, whatever. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the times there just aren't any direct translations for the words that we have and vice versa. Yeah. So um, you get this really strange, you know, this is the best we could do kind mm. of thing. I've got one more with the same thing. Okay. It's The review's just one star and it's called No. <laughs> no. No. It broke right away. I can't remove the dog's hair from the trash too much, Net. Sorry, it was the lowest ever. Ooh, that's a scathing review if I've ever heard one. Have you noticed how Amazon reviews in the, on Amazon Japan are, are pretty, like, harsh? It's not, it's not the same as our Amazon. I think they have another service here called Rakuten. Is that right? Well, that's, is, that's like their eBay, isn't it? Yeah, but they also do new products, I think. Uh, and I think they use that over Amazon. I see. So like More established, you mean? Yeah. So Amazon doesn't hold as many products as you would like at a cheap price. It's kind mm-hmm. of like they tend to be more expensive on Amazon Japan and it's, they don't offer like a wide variety of things. I guess it's still emerging maybe to become... Yeah. Yeah. Like my bunny onesie that I bought. <laughs> And it came, and it was like oh, when it, on the website it was on Amazon. It was like a mute, like a mustard, and a rosy pink. And then when it came, it was bright, like bubblegum pink and fluorescent yellow. It was quite different. I to, looked like uh, an Easter bunny. That, that was some serious <laughs> false advertising. It was supposed to be like cool, like muted tones, you know. It keeps you warm in the dead of winter. To match the sort of muted tones of our house, the browns <laughs> and the wood. And it, now I just stand out like a literal Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my bad review. I haven't actually left a review for that. I probably should, shouldn't I? You probably should do. You can <laughs> warn people not to bite for Christmas. It's very comfortable, though. I love it. It just happens to be bright yellow. We uh, We hope you had a really good... Christmas Day anyway and that you enjoyed the rest of your Boxing Day or whatever you do on December the mm-hmm. 26th um, yep yeah, make the most of the rest of your Christmas holiday vacation whatever you call it we release new podcasts every Sunday at 6pm Japan Standard Time you can find us on Instagram Twitter Facebook at our Weird Life Pod become part of the Owl Commune Twitter I didn't think you were going to get there in time Joe. oh no did. no I'm listening she was there um and every week we are treated to a revelatory statement, which we now share duties of. But this week it's Jody's turn. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> do you have a, a revelatory statement, Jo? I do, I do, I do. Right. Um, I've just had a, I've just had a look. Actually, I've cheated a little bit. I've had a look at what, um, what advice people give around Christmas time and there is quite a lot actually but as we're coming up to New Year I think this one is quite important which is oops sorry um don't don't embarrass yourself at the work Christmas party or you know 
at New Year. Um, I think we all get a little, let your hair down, get a little wild, <laughs> but you you might regret that. So yeah, don't don't be a fool. Don't be a, a New Year's fool. Yes, I've definitely embarrassed myself at a work Christmas party before. Go into the New Year with a <laughs> clear head. <laughs> Yeah, because you'll never hear the end of it. And then the, and then the next Christmas party that comes around, they'll be like, oh, you're going to get smashed again. Do you remember last time? Do you remember yeah. last time? <laughs> so luckily at that particular party that I was talking about, everyone was making a fool of themselves. So That's all right. No one can remember. No one mentioned it. <laughs> Thankfully. And get some sleep, you know. Mm. Get some sleep. Don't have too many late nights. <laughs> <laughs> like an old person, I'm <laughs> <laughs> hope you had a lovely time though and yeah. enjoy the year keep safe keep safe and we will see you next week with a brand new episode goodbye bye bye bye